Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. <clears throat> the Matt Mosley Show. Here we go. On a, um, oh, what a what a uh, Tuesday it is. And I uh, had a big day yesterday. Started the show, in fact, with uh, <clears throat> the legendary Baylor pitcher, Jason Jennings. It was fun talking to Jason and uh, think, remembering him, you know, playing catcher. I bet that was something. And uh, then he kind of joked about his, he was, uh, kind of made for a DH role, even though he became one of the greatest pitchers in college baseball. What, what, the reason he was named the best player in America back in 1998 is because, well, his pitching and his hitting. And he was one of the great hitters in the country. And uh, he would probably be uh, probably viewed as the uh, the best player from – Steve's era, although you know, obviously what uh, what uh, Muncie's done now <clears throat> for uh, the the Dodgers, you gotta you gotta factor that in. And uh, Muncie, from a uh, you know World Series perspective, and then just hitting in general, has now made a case for being the greatest uh, Baylor major leaguer, uh, the greatest major league baseball player Baylor's ever produced. I think if we went to the, uh, we went truly by the letter of the law, you would you could go back and there's somebody from Baylor in the uh, in the uh, uh, Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, and I think it's Ted Ted Lyon or Ted Lyons. There's some kind of there's also a lawyer up in the Dallas area named that. But anyway, this was uh, uh, this was a former Baylor player, a former Baylor great. Sounds like a good candidate perhaps for our schmaltz's trivia question of the week but uh, uh there's some unbelievable players over the years late 70s you had um, steve macko and uh, we we lost steve at, at way too young uh had c- uh, cancer and uh, but he was uh, he was playing for the cubs in the uh, early 80s i think he was at baylor at 79 and uh boy kip wells comes to mind david murphy and, in fact, uh, our own Tom Barfield, who you can hear from 7 to 9, and then, of course, Lark Smith and some of the guys, uh, <clears throat> they were heavily involved with uh, calling Baylor baseball for years. And so, so they remember some of those great days and some of those teams. And what I remember about Jennings is, you know, he, he, was, he was on that team that, that you know, there, there were some just unbelievable teams in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s. They went to the World Series, College World Series. I want to say that was around like 2003 or 2004. Right around there, they, that, that team went to the World Series, and I think maybe they ran up against Texas in, that, uh, in Omaha. Uh, Tom will t- be quick to text me if I get anything wrong. But I remember that era, and uh, that would have been the team – I guess Murphy 
was on that team. But but Kip and some of those guys played uh, in the uh, late 90s. Jason Jennings, Kip, Chad Hawkins was a great pitcher uh, on those teams. And then as you got into the 2000s, <clears throat> they had the uh, – Oh, they had the uh, closer from Highland Park, Zane Carlson, who uh, who was a tremendous player. I can't remember if Zane got hurt or something, but it, his uh, career ended kind of in a tough way. But man, he was great. Put up some wonderful numbers. So I uh, today I was looking at some photos of the Baylor baseball team, sort of doing some intra squad type stuff. It's coming up, guys. It's coming up. Uh, it is February eighteenth. So we it is it is it's kind of within hollering distance, and uh, Maryland I believe is the team that comes in. There'll be a three-game set to begin the season, and that'll be a eh, I, don't know, I think it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday affair. Maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll have to look, but uh, that'll be fun to get some baseball going. In fact, I was talking to some of my Baylor brethren, and uh, some of the there's a guy named Matthew who's kind of head of all the tickets now, and Erin Bean and her group over there. Erin does a nice job. She's over kind of like uh, uh, new tickets sold and that kind of thing. And, uh, man, I'm hoping we can help them get some uh, season tickets and some some other uh, maybe some different kind of packages done because I think this is going to be a fun baseball season. And I love um, the, there's uh, Esteban Okindo Cardozo. I have to I have to look I have to think about that one because it may be Cardozo Akindo, but Cardozo was a uh, a famous I want to say a Supreme Court judge back in the day. But anyway, um, the, the lineup with Jared McKenzie obviously can hit lead off or hit two if you need him to, and then uh, I mean it just it really is uh, Pineda. You got to throw Pineda in there. Cade Currington could end up in you know kind of the fifth or sixth hole. This is going to be a really fun hitting lineup. And then up the middle uh, with Trey Richardson, it, it, they're really kind of pretty solid up the middle. So I am excited about Baylor baseball and uh, also excited uh, to, to let you know today that we, speaking of Baylor, we've got uh, the director of athletics, Mac Rhodes, will join us at 5 o'clock today. And so there will be some things we need to cover with uh, Mac and uh, there's been some breaking news uh, around Baylor. There's some different things. We'll kind of talk about maybe Aranda's contract and just some of the things that are happening with Baylor uh, right now. There's just been a lot, and uh, there's some stuff I feel like we need to catch up on because it's been a, a little bit since we've talked to Mac, and he's very he's very kind. He's actually uh, out of town right now, and so it's very uh, it's very uh, gracious of him to be with us today. He was trying to take just a tad bit of time off and. Uh, he ends up uh, spending time on the Matt Mosley show. I mean, but honestly, Aaron, don't you feel like if, if for somebody on vacation is being on our show, could that be considered part of the vacation, part of the excitement, the relaxation that takes place on a getaway? It depends on what you term excitement and relaxation, but yeah, I think it'd be I don't think it's like if you not were, an enjoyable if you were, experience, you know. Yeah, if you were somewhere like skiing or somewhere nice like that, you would probably want to hear from me. I, I could take 20 minutes to talk to you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I don't think Mac is, is kind of looking at this the same way. There's a lot going on in terms of, you know, just football. Uh, we 
we've got to look back on some things, contract stuff. We've got basketball season rolling. We've got a lot of interesting spring sports, uh, uh, and, and there's just going to be a lot to to watch. I, I don't think I've mentioned yet, Aaron, that uh, uh, Baylor had a, a key member of its uh, department leave. The One of the deputy uh, athletic directors um, is announcing, it came out the other day, that he is leaving, and uh, Marcus Sedbury is his name. And Marcus uh, really has done a nice job at Baylor and has been uh, the AD over they, – they basically – some of these uh, senior associate-type positions in the athletics department, you end up overseeing certain sports. When Jeremiah Dickey was at Baylor before he became the AD at Boise State, he was over football and uh, with um, and had a great relationship with Matt Rule, and he was the deputy. He was, of course, the right hand man for uh, for uh, Mac Rhodes, and he moved on. And then Marcus Sedbury has been over football, and uh, Marcus and and then Jovan, of course, over Sean does a really nice job as a deputy, also. But boy, Marcus really just seemed like a a great guy and and a really uh, great resource for. Um, for Dave Aranda, and he's leaving us to go to Wisconsin. You'd be like, "What is Wisconsin? Why are they? Why would you want to go to Wisconsin?" Well, I think it's uh, I think it's quite an opportunity. What it, what he's going? He's going in as a. Uh, uh, I think it. I think it would be viewed as a promotion. Although it's hard for me to admit that if anybody leaves Baylor, that any place else could be a promotion. But it is kind of a step up from I think what he's been doing, and so uh, good for him. Good for him, and uh, and congratulations, and I hope uh, Marcus, I understand Marcus, like a lot of folks maybe at his level, uh, would like to be an athletic director someday, and he believes this is the best uh, opportunity for that. So we uh, might even bring that up with Mac Rhodes. Aaron, do you have anything, like uh, we had this uh, news breaking uh, on our local Internet uh, uh, group that uh, about the Baylor Give being uh, that that millions of dollars that was withheld is now back to uh, back. Uh, Baylor's got, gotten that back. It just kind of happened. Oh, oh, look! I mean, it was like that was 2000, I think 17 when they started withholding that money, and uh, there was of course a fine involved. But some of this money they were going to withhold and give back, they apparently have now, and some of it will go to attorneys' fees and all that. But I think Baylor does get 10 million dollars back. This was kind of a fine or some kind of, again, I, it was a weird thing the Big 12 did. It was like as if Baylor wasn't dealing with enough and trying to turn around this horrible scandal-ridden situation, the Big 12 said, hey, guys, by the way, we're going to withhold uh, all your TV money for a while. And it's like, oh, thanks, guys. Oh, thanks, Bob. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to fix this situation and, and, uh, and climb our way out of one of the worst uh, – scandals in the history of college athletics but thank you man you go ahead and withhold some money while you're at it that if that if that kind of makes everybody feel better in the conference and i would have to imagine uh i think david boren may have still been in power at ou at the time and it wouldn't shock me if he was a driving force behind that but we'll bring that up with mac and uh, visit a little bit about that uh because that's an interesting that's an interesting story. Aaron, anything on your mind that you were hoping I would bring up with Mac Rhodes? In fact, any of our people out there, if you've got, hey, Mosley, I wish you would bring this up with him. I want you to ask him about football. I want you to ask him about 
these assistant coaches, what, whatever it might, it might be, uh, text us at 254-662-1660. That is the uh, a CNC Collision Center text line. All right. And, uh, Aaron, anything you're especially kind of interested in finding out from Mac Rhodes when we talk to him today at 5 o'clock? Uh, you already mentioned it, but the biggest thing I want to know about is is uh, Coach Aranda's contract extension or rework contract or however however they're you know wording it. That's what I want to hear about. All right, all right, that's good, that's good. We'll we'll dig into that a little bit, and um, uh, we will. Uh, we always uh, like catching up with Mac, and uh, we'll look forward to that. Five o'clock today is when we will talk to Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. And, you know, Mac will probably say some pretty interesting things today, I would hope. And uh, I'll try to lead him down some of those paths. But uh, what we found is when we have people on like this, we other, last week we had uh, Derek Lagway, former Baylor great, and his son is one of the top recruits in the country, a quarterback out of Willis, which is near Conroe, Texas, you know, outside of Houston. And w- we found on social media – uh, our people download these things like crazy. It gets passed around. So I love doing the live interview, but I also love the second act of these interviews that get passed around like crazy. And uh, even some of our Internet people I occasionally will reach out, and, and um, I'm talking about our Internet operation uh, that's kind of an extension of Baylor. Sometimes they'll reach out and say, God, I love that interview, which is very kind of them. Uh, okay, Aaron, um, We've got, and of course, uh, lots coming up. Oh, I wanted to tell you about 420. We've got a uh, we've got a uh, interview uh, coming up with Tony Green, and some of you will be like, "Wait, Tuesday? Isn't that when we you have Nikki Collin?" That is true. Nikki, of course, has. It's been a really tough stretch. I mean, it's like four games in eight days, three games in like five days, whatever it was. Either three and six or three and five, whatever it was. Okay. Wednesday through Sunday, you had three games. I'll put it that way. And I think this week, honestly, they've been trying to clear Nikki's schedule a little bit. And sadly, I think we were included in that, Aaron. They said, hey, she deserves a break from Mosley. And I think that's fair. I honestly think that's, a, that's an okay thing. But we were, we were offered um, her assistant, and he's been a longtime assistant in women's basketball, Tony Green, and man, I like him a lot. Uh, he's just—you see him during games. He's just—he's an extremely uh, energetic guy, but also known to be sort of a, what you'd call the the guard whisperer, great with guards, and also a, a, a top-notch recruiter over the years. And he's someone that families tend to trust. Uh, just a really cool guy. Uh, kind of uh, uh, comes to us from the Oklahoma coached for years and played in Oklahoma and then coached in Oklahoma. And then, you know, after he finally left and went to Grambling State and then uh, we just call it Grambling and, 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 and went to Southern. He's just he's had some really, really cool opportunities over the years. And, um, in fact, he's been in the SEC. So Tony Green, <clears throat> Baylor women's assistant coach, uh, will join us at 420 coming up here and uh, and again I think you're going to really enjoy this and then of course Aaron will have some campus confidential Aaron as far as we know is um is Brian Harson still the head coach at Auburn 
As of right now, he is, but right. that could change. All right. And did you see the story, the latest thing, and I was kind of having fun with it on Twitter. Uh, the, the story goes, and, and I mean, I just, at this point, I talked about Lovey Smith becoming the head coach. They did the news conference today. Lovey Smith's been a, a very accomplished coach. He's had a really nice career, and he's a great Texan. So, and I'm not talking about Houston Texans. I'm talking about he's one of ours. And so, I like Lovey a lot. So, I, I try to separate Lovey from the nuttiness that the Houston Texans. But, of course, today, John McClain, the general, the general, he'll come on with them. Um, he'll come on with uh, J-Mo. The general would not come on with us. I think our questions, Aaron, are just too tough for the general. But the general has a story out there um, about that Houston was, uh, and we kind of knew this was the case, but he's the first person to kind of write it this way, that Houston was <laughs> was ready to hire Josh McCown, and the NFL said, nope, sorry, <laughs> nope. And, uh, and then I love yesterday the uh, statement that goes out from, from uh, Coach Flores, Brian Flores. He said, hey, you know, this is what our lawsuit and everything is uh, about. And uh, so glad to see the Texans hire an African-American uh, head coach. And then at the end of it, he goes, but, but I, I, I was the top candidate, and I'm not, I wasn't given this job because I'm suing the NFL. <laughs> Aaron, was that the most gracious way he could have handled that? I mean, again, sometimes you can't be gracious. Sometimes in life, <laughs> I, I've been known not to be gracious in some areas. But, Aaron, if you're going to thank and congratulate and and say that, you know, you're happy the Texans hired Lovey, can you then turn around two sentences later and go, but they screwed me over? <laughs> I'm just amazed at all of this. And, by the way, I've got no problem with the NFL having a little egg on its face. All right, they've earned this. They really have. All right, Matt Mosley's show, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, we are going to talk to uh, one of the really fine uh, uh, assistant coaches in the country. Tony Green from the Baylor women's uh, basketball team joins us next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We're looking at mostly clear skies tonight and very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 34 degrees. Mostly sunny tomorrow. The heat continues with highs topping out at 68. And mostly sunny, even warmer on Thursday with a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. The Bears back on the road this Wednesday, headed to Manhattan to take on Kansas State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions, ESPN Central Texas. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. 
Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constant Constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, we've got you covered. Plus, our friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. We have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And we have eight locations across Texas to serve you. Visit us online at ProStarRental.com for more information. ProStar Rental, we make work easier. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Houston Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their next head coach. Smith was the Texans associate head coach and defensive coordinator this past season. The New Orleans Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they are hiring him as their next head coach. Dallas Mavericks back at home tonight hosting the Pistons. Tip is at 730. Number 20 Texas beat number 8 Kansas 79 to 76 last night. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma State is at TCU and Iowa State is at West Virginia. UMH B women's basketball got the win last night over Letourneau, 57-39. The men also won 79-77. UMHB will celebrate their football national championship today at the stadium. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Ceremony starts at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. in Central Texas, and um, proud to be joined today. Uh, you're usually hearing from uh, uh, Coach Nikki Collin on a weekly basis on Tuesday, but today we get to hear from Tony Green, who uh, 
is a longtime assistant coach in college basketball and uh, was a key hire for Nikki. And, uh, Coach, uh, really uh, appreciate you being on with us, and um, especially after one of the most interesting stretches. Uh, you've coached for a long time, I think 27 years, 27, 28 years. Have you ever had a stretch where you had like a Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, other than like a tournament-type setting? Have you ever had a regular season-type deal where you, where you <laughs> kind of went through the ringer like this? Well, Matt, honestly, no. In, in 28 years, I haven't. Um, that's a, you are exactly right. It actually felt like we were in tournament time. It felt like we were in March uh, where we were playing so many games. But um, it was a unique situation, and uh, we're at the point where our last game, well, it, upcoming last game is tomorrow. I believe we had four games in seven days, something like that, from Wednesday to Wednesday. And uh, it's a unique situation, but I'm so proud how um, – our girls have responded and uh, to that situation. Yeah, Tony. I mean, it's like anything. The uh, you you had all these fun things planned: family night, giveaways on uh, Friday for UT, and, <laughs> and Mother Nature had other plans. Um, it had to be cool, though, uh, Tony. You've coached at a lot of different levels over your career, uh, but but to see the students come out like they did, even after I guess things had finally kind of started to thaw. On Friday, honestly, when you have a weather event, uh, it kind of threw Wednesday's game completely off uh, from a from a fan yep. standpoint. And but then to see those students kind of pour in there on uh, on Friday evening, that that had to be a sight for sore eyes, I would think. Oh, that was an awesome uh, experience. I'm telling you, the the students and the fans that came out really gave us the energy we needed to to put into beating uh, Texas. Um, at home that particular day. It gave us a lot of energy. Uh, you could just tell the difference in our girls' uh, body language, uh, that they really fed off that energy. And, and we need to – we're working hard to continue to have our students come out and, and, and be a part of our, our women's basketball program, and hopefully we can uh, keep that up. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fun product. And, and you got, I mean, you know, probably arguably the best player in the country on your team – um, some great three-point shooters. Uh, that that's a lot of fun. Now, Tony, talking to Tony Green, the uh, uh, Baylor women's assistant coach, and uh, Tony, one of your, uh, from what I've read about you, part of your expertise over the years was working with guards. You really had a, a hand in the development of a lot of really good guards over the years. Um, this is an interesting team that you uh, arrived at with Waco with some some transfers coming in. Uh, that we're trying to figure out. I mean, a coaching change. You know, they 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 transferred to one regime and they end up with a different regime. What has that? Uh, but the guard play. You know, with uh, with with Sarah uh, Jordan. You know, Asbury can do a little bit of everything, but obviously she's known as a shooter and and had put up a lot of points both she and Jordan at their previous stops. What have you? Uh, what what stands out about this this group of uh, guards that you have? Well, I think that the first thing is uh, we have multiple really good ball handlers on the floor for the most part, uh, with Sarah and Jordan taking uh, the the lead on that. And that, that gives Nikki an opportunity to uh, strategically put people in certain spots to either start a play or to be the person that she wants to be involved on the back end of the play with having that versatility with whoever she wants to put at the point guard position. Uh, something that we love about all of our guards are, you know, they can really knock it down on any given day. You can, they, they'll make 
four to five, six threes. Any one of them are capable of doing that, and you guys have witnessed that throughout the year. And we feel like we're at our best. You know, Nalissa Smith, uh, in my opinion, is the best player in the country. Uh, she should be the number one pick. I think we're at our best when Nalissa's going to always be Nalissa offensively. But when we have really good guard support uh, offensively with uh, just two of them, you know, being really productive, we're pretty hard to beat on that given day. And so uh, our guards have really been uh, shooting the ball really well. And we, we're, we've been putting a lot of emphasis on uh, different ways that we can uh, make sure that we keep that up. Uh, and, and also, they're just not shooters. They can get to the paint. Sarah Andrews, uh, Jordan, uh, you saw Jamie uh, against Texas. Like, they can get to the paint and make uh, make plays for us. And so we're excited. Uh, I think this is probably the most talented guard group I've coached in my career. Uh, and um, I, I think that uh, you guys are going to continue to see them grow because they have a lot of responsibility in Nikki's offense. And the more comfortable they get, and playing with Nalissa, I think the better they're going to play. Yeah, I feel like, Sarah, we see glimpses of, of why she was one of the top recruits in the country uh, coming out of uh, coming out of Irving MacArthur. I mean, it, it uh, uh, she, you know, Sarah is just, it, like you say, she can penetrate when the game's on the line. You like seeing the ball in her hands in a lot of ways. And, uh, it, you know, it takes kind of a special person. I, I'm curious uh, – you know, in that game against Texas uh, on Sunday, there you were uh-huh. in the first half, and, and it wasn't just the guards. It was sort of everybody turning the ball over. There's some careless passes that go on. It, it's got it's so interesting. You come out in the second half, and, I mean, it's like one or two turnovers the entire half. As a coach, right. is it, sometimes you're just like, okay, can we do that for the whole game? Like, how do you, right. you kind of get their attention in, to where they can play such a clean game in the second right. half when, when it looked like I know it had to be frustrating, some of those turnovers. And, again, another team causes some of that. I get that. But, but part mm-hmm. of it is being strong with the basketball. What, what, do you, you know, what, do you, what happens when you see a team like that kind of clean things up and then play uh, you know, largely mistake-free basketball for a half? Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I think it was a combination of things uh, early on with us. Of course, I, I think our girls really wanted to come out and play well from the beginning. Uh, the second thing is what you mentioned earlier. Like it's a unique situation. We're playing back to back. You know, within 48 hours, the, the same opponent. So Texas was really familiar with what we wanted to do, and it took us some time. I, I think we forced some things. We over dribbled a couple of times, and sometimes we were a little bit too timid. You know, coming off ball screens, and, and when you're timid against an aggressive team like Texas, you normally turn the ball over. So at halftime, I thought Nikki did a great job of challenging them to be tougher. She wanted them to be tougher, tougher handling the ball, tougher with their dribble, tougher uh, with boxing out, tougher with uh, playing off two feet once you once you get penetration to the lane. And, you know, our girls did an awesome job of embracing the challenge from their head coach, and we had a really good second half. We had a really good second half um, playing tougher, and, you know, we were fortunate enough to uh, beat uh, a really good Texas team in, at their at their house. Yeah, it was a great win, and um, I, I was kind of laughing. Talking to Tony Green, assistant coach for the uh, Baylor women on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Tony, you never can predict how people are going to vote, and I know y'all don't sit around and, and spend too much time worrying about top 25 or whatever, but uh, I had to laugh at you get back-to-back wins over the number 13 team in a three-day span, and y'all move down. 
<laughs> you know, I was like, wait, right. what's what's right. this about? Now, of course, maybe they held the Oklahoma thing. Uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, but I mean, I I would think Tony, that's part of uh, uh, being a coach is uh, uh, is you got to somehow get your student athletes to. That's a gut wrenching loss against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Not only because it was the second right. one to them, but it kind of happened in similar fashion where you got you have a lead, things are looking good, and then it gets away from you late. Um, mm-hmm. What was the do – do you kind of have to let them have the evening to stew about it and then, hey, the next day, hey, we don't have time anymore to, to, to sulk or think about that? How do you, you kind of get them through the, the mental part of, of, a, of a really tough loss like that, which happened last Wednesday? You know, um, all credit goes to Nikki Collin. Uh, I thought, you know, that loss, it, it hurt. There's no bones about it. It really hurt everybody from the coaching staff to the players. Uh, but, you know, you, you, Nikki has shown this type of toughness all year. Uh, well, you know, she, she replaced the hall of famer in Kim Mulkey and, you know, you, she has some people who really like her. She has some people who don't agree with her and don't like her and don't even know her, but she's a tough <laughs> person. And so she moves on. Like Nikki doesn't waste a lot of time dwelling on negative stuff. And so the next day when we met as a staff, she said it was Texas was my scout. She was like, she knew exactly what she wanted. She said, Tommy, I, I want to give them about four to five things that you think we need to be really good at to beat Texas. I want to focus on those four or five things. I don't want when I don't want to watch OU. We're not going to watch what we could have did better. We just need to focus on beating Texas. And so that's what we did. Like she shifted us right into Texas mode. We didn't have time to lick our wounds. And that's all credit to her. I thought she did a great job with that. And with that being said, we was fortunate enough that shows you what type of uh, leader we have our program. We could lose a heart-wrenching game mm-hmm. at, at home, a game that we led for 35 minutes, and then put ourselves back together quickly, and in 48 hours we beat uh, the number uh, 13 team in the country twice, and one, one time at home, one time at their place. So, you know, uh, this is just a credit to our head coach. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, and Tony. Uh, I know you seem like a pretty humble guy, but a credit to you as well. Talking to Tony Green, assistant coach for uh, Baylor, as you uh, said, you were uh, you had the responsibility of the uh, of the scout uh, on on UT on a Schaefer team like that that uh, obviously has had some success um, this year and was really starting to turn it around. In fact, I think it was a uh, a big loss against Baylor last year where they got waxed. That, that they sort of credit as, as being a real turning point uh, for them and, and, you know, how they mm-hmm. defended and all of that. What were, what were top – you don't have to share the entire scout with us, but what were the one or two things that really stood out to you in, in the points you tried to drive home with the team? Here's what we need to do and key, in, uh, key on against this Texas team. You know, um, I, I've actually coached against Vic when I was in the SEC at Ole Miss, and mm-hmm. – his team, everybody, they have a very good defensive team. But when the effect of their defense, you, to me, the the strong part, uh, the, the the strong point of their defense is this: it's not the the physical pressure. I think it's the mental, uh, the mental effect that it has on team. Meaning, 
they 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 wear you down physically, but mentally they wear you down to where you lose focus, you stop executing, you give in to your spacing on offense, you give in to making strong passes, you get frustrated because they're bumping you, fouling you sometimes at no call, and you lose your your ability to focus and execute. So the key that I gave to Nikki is that I felt like we had to be mentally tough to play through that because pressure teams, they just need three minutes of you being mentally weak to make a big run on you, two or three minutes, you know, five or six possessions to where you're not executing, you're not scoring, you're giving in, you're focusing on being tired, you're focusing on being fatigued, and they take advantage of it. And so I felt like the key was we had to be mentally tough against them when we got a little tired and still execute offensively and and still execute defensively. And I believe our girls did that. I think we weathered the storm in the first – we had a terrible second quarter, I want to say, at Texas. But we weathered the storm. And and we we re-challenged our girls at halftime. And that's what we did differently. We were more mentally tougher in the in the third and fourth quarter at Texas than we were in the in the first two quarters. Um, and so I, I feel like that's the biggest thing when it comes down to beating Texas. You can't be mentally weak and give in to uh, uh, their ball pressure, their physical play, and then you're 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 not focusing on doing your job and, and doing your job well. Yeah, that uh, that seems like. Now, do you miss? Um, I'm sure for a lot of years you would put on the uh, the coat and tie or the tie on the on the sideline, uh, Tony. I noticed Schaefer. Most people have gone to what y'all do, the pullover look. I know the Baylor men have too. Do you ever miss the tie, or do you not really miss it at all? Listen, I don't miss it at all. You know, but, you know, I think my wife missed it more than I do because uh, uh, she likes seeing me dress up. But uh-huh. I, I don't miss it. I, I, I will tell you one thing. I'm looking in my closet when I get, get up in the morning. I have like 30 or 40 suits that I just don't wear anymore. And I don't know, you know, I, 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 I don't know when I'm going to use them again. But I'm happy. Trust me, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, it's a more the the COVID brought about a lot of bad things, the pandemic, uh, obviously. But uh, for coaches, I mean, you even see uh, Jay Wright at Villanova. I mean, the man of Armani suits uh, right, going right. with a pullover look now, going with a more relaxed yep. look. And uh, and I think everybody's uh, actually enjoyed it. Although I have I get a kick out of watching the Baylor men. It's like 27 staffers. In the same pullover, right. you know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a funny. I, I, think, um, <laughs> I, I, think, I think Nikki really likes it too because she has happy feet on the sideline. She gets pretty <laughs> excited, so she's not in heels, so she can move a little bit better in the, in those tennis shoes. So I, I think she's enjoying it as well. Yeah, you might uh, recall that the former coach at BU did like to wear some heels. So, uh, but yeah, I like that. I like to see Nikki works that sideline pretty aggressively. Uh, but it's been fun. Next time we talk, Tony, let's uh, let's visit. Uh, I'm fascinated by your career uh, at Langston there and then where you started your playing career. Well, actually, your second stop. I was looking at it. East Central uh, in Oklahoma. My uh, one of my buddies who played football for the, uh, the Cowboys, played center for the Cowboys, is now the head football coach there. A guy named Al Johnson. Oh, so okay. <laughs> it's kind of fun to yeah. see all that history. And boy, you bunkered. You just decided it, most coaches have this very nomadic place to place to place before they, you know, maybe whatever where they end up. And mm-hmm. you, uh, you, you just decided you liked it there at Langston and stayed there for what 14, 15 years. That's uh, 
that that's really interesting to me that uh and, and yeah. probably it don't it, you, there was probably a time tony you thought well i may never leave here did, did were you thinking <laughs> that at one point uh yeah yeah i i had a couple of offers to leave langston but yeah. i really enjoy working for my head coach there actually yeah. she's my best friend uh she's actually the athletic director now at langston okay but you know what she's a she's she's a really good friend of mine and she, she's the reason why I left because she got the head job at Grambling. And of course I went with her. They offered me the head job at Langston, but I, I did have dreams of uh, coaching on the division one level. So I decided to go with her. Uh, but she always told me that I needed to leave her. She, she always pushed. She told me that, you know, I was, she, she had a lot of confidence in me and she said, you know, that I was very talented and she always wanted me to, she felt like I could, coach at the highest level in college and she always pushed me to to look for opportunities and it ended up happening uh, when I was at Grambling and um, I've been very blessed to have really good uh, work up under really good head coaches that I enjoy working up under and and you know so no I I, I really enjoyed her name is Donita Donita Rogers I, uh-huh. I really enjoyed working for her. Um, and you know she actually came to the game we played OU at OU but you know my career has been it, it was I was in the same place for a little while, and then God just started blessing me with other opportunities. You know, once I, it seemed like once I got to the Division One level, other people started noticing some things that I was doing, whether it was recruiting-wise or coaching-wise, and I, I, I started receiving phone calls, and now, I, you know, I just try to do the right thing by, by God and my family with making the decision on where I want to be, and I'm so awesome. I know I, it was meant for me to be here at Baylor, and uh, I'm loving every second of it. I'm 55 minutes away from my parents, and things have been going great here. Oh, man, that's cool. Where, what what uh, town are your parents in? Uh, my mom uh, and dad lives in – in, in uh, they right out in Dallas. They both live in Dallas. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Right out in the suburbs of Dallas, yes. So I'm like 55 minutes away from them, and it's been awesome. Yeah, I wondered why you were recruiting so much in Dallas. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, Dallas and Oklahoma. I have a lot of ties. Uh, you know, some of my friends are coaching high school yeah. basketball that I, I went to high school with or elementary with. They're they're coaching yeah. in that area or have AAU teams. And uh, yeah, I have really strong ties in Oklahoma, Texas. Well, I've bounced around a little bit. I got ties everywhere, yeah. but really, really strong ties in oh. Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, um, and in Kansas area. My first uh, job in. Um... Uh, journalism uh, as a writer was covering those state title that dynasty the Mansfield Lady Tigers Samantha Morrow's uh, and I think Samantha oh, yeah. ended up coaching at UTA so I got a real good uh, lesson in uh, in women's basketball girls basketball really early and and came to uh, appreciate it some of those players I still think about Aaron Grant who went on to play at Texas Tech as Texas a point Tech, guard yes. yeah yeah those were uh, those were great players that came out of there and uh, and Samantha did uh, Sam did such a great job with them but uh, well listen I uh, it's fun to get to visit with you and uh, appreciate this opportunity and hope to hope to do it again and uh, continued success as y'all continue to run this gauntlet whatever it is like you know four or five games and four games in eight <laughs> days i think we're calling it or whatever it's a yeah. it, there's a lot a lot of games but uh, uh uh continued success coach thank you so much matt thank you for having me on you bet there he goes tony green uh the uh, uh assistant coach baylor women's basketball great to have him and uh it is time for something we call campus confidential we look into the portal 
Who's in the portal? Has anybody come out of the portal today? That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2022 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2022 includes Bob Beeman, Chris Bosch, Robert Griffin III, Tony Parker, Carly Patterson, Mike Renfro, Susie Snyder-Eppers, and Stacey Sikora. Meet this year's inductee class on Saturday, March 12th in the base at Extraco Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Houston Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their next head coach. Smith was the Texans associate head coach and defensive coordinator this past season. The New Orleans Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they are hiring him as their next head coach. Dallas Mavericks back at home tonight hosting the Pistons. Tip is at 730. Number 20 Texas beat number 8 Kansas 79 to 76 last night. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma State is at TCU and Iowa State is at West Virginia. UMH Women's basketball got the win last night over Letourneau, 57-39. The men also won 79-77. UMHB will celebrate their football national championship today at the stadium. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Ceremony starts at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. 
on is Matt Mosley. And it is time for Campus Confidential. We love talking college athletics. We do a lot of it. And, in fact, uh, good to hear from uh, Coach Tony Green. And uh, Tony's done a, a really nice job on Nikki College staff. And um, they it, it's been a difficult transition in a lot of ways. And the, the conference is, is as uh, competitive as it's ever been. And I, I think having someone with Tony Green's level of experience truly helps out. And that was fun to get to visit with him. And I appreciate uh, Krista Pertle for making that happen, uh, head of the uh, Baylor women's uh, PR division over there, as well as, uh, boy, the Pertles. It's like a family type thing. They're they're in charge of a lot of uh, the Pertle family, a lot of our, our uh, sports. So that's ex- that's a that's a that's a fun thing. All right, Aaron. Um, Let's uh, let's see what's on your agenda today. Uh, it is campus confidential, and that means Aaron Sexton's been burning the midnight oil on YouTube and wherever else he searches, Google, other areas. Go ahead, Aaron. Highly touted recruit Arch Manning has reportedly removed Clemson from his short list of per- prospective schools. <laughs> According to 247 Sports, Manning is the top-ranked high school quarterback in the class of 2023. He took a pair of visits to the ACC school but is no longer considering them. Clemson recently landed Kay Klubnick, the number one quarterback in the class of 2022, who completed 71% of his passes and threw for over 3,000 yards, 43 touchdowns, and one Gatorade Player of the Year in Texas. So he's already on campus. Got to think that that may have had a little bit to do with his decision, but he has narrowed his list down to four schools, Texas, Alabama, Georgia, and Ole Miss appear to be the front runner for Arch Manning, who as we said earlier, is the top-ranked high school quarterback in next year's class. I, I think the Manning family should have, like, a table and that when he <laughs> eliminates a team or school, they just take that hat or that ball cap <laughs> off the table. <laughs> and then what did you say was left? University of Texas. Texas, Old Miss, uh-huh. uh, Georgia, and Bama. Okay. All right. A&M, even though they pay the most, is off the table. <laughs> they're, they're at the salary cap. so Let's see can't. what's that's, – that's right. That's do what anything Lane else Kiffin, this year. That's what Lane Kiffin said. Boy, Lane. Yeah, no, I know. That's uh, Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, like, did you see old Jimbo called him a clown show? I'm still very, very upset that, uh, that uh, Jimbo – Jimbo should not have gotten all irritated by that. Like, he should have leaned into it. Like, hey – yeah, it's NIL. It's legal. We're we're paying. Okay, we're we're Texas A&M. We got a lot of great graduates, great school, and our graduates make a lot of money. And we're gonna we're gonna pay for players. Deal with it. You don't come out and then get all defensive and go. I'm offended. You hurt my feelings. I'm an Aggie. All right. Uh, I don't think that's exactly how he sounded. But uh, what else? Uh, what else? Oh. I, that this 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 one intrigues me too because of something you said yesterday. David Cutcliffe has now been hired at uh, at uh, University of Texas, and um, David Cutcliffe now they have a, on the offensive side of the ball they have a former head coach as like a consultant, and they have Gary Patterson on the defensive side of the ball, and I am told, maybe by Gary, um, I I am. Uh, I've been uh, told that Gary and uh, his wife, Kel, uh, Kelsey, 
in Cutcliffe and his wife, who I can't, I don't really know if I've ever known her name, are like close friends. So this is kind of neat. Aaron Sark's bringing like couples friends together. So the Cutcliffs and the Pattersons can can get out there and hang out, have a good time, get out to Lake Austin. What's our favorite lake out there? Is it Lake Austin? Is it, uh, God, there's Inks Lake is the one where I used to go to, when I went to Camp Longhorn as a kid, Inks Lake. But that's out near Burnet. That's that's out. That's not certainly in Austin proper. Ladybird. There, is there like a Lake Ladybird or something? You know, I like don't. There's some kind of Ladybird something around there. I remember going on a uh, kind of a party boat on one of the lakes and, there was these yeah. huge mansions all around it. And oh, yeah. yeah. Like then somebody was like, that's where Dan Rather lives, and that's where somebody else lives. But I have no idea which lake that is. Well, that's – is there such a thing called Lake LBJ? One of those – there's Lake Austin, but there's also – I think a Lake LBJ <laughs> – there's also an LBJ library that I might be getting in there. But out by, uh, you know, Laga Vista and some of those areas, you, you get out there and, and you get into some what you're talking about out there on the lake, high rent district, enormous homes. And then I always liked that place kind of on the water. That Now, this was a different part of Austin. This was closer to, like, 6th Street. But I, I like going to that thing called uh, Houlihan's or something, where, you know, you're out there kind of by the pool or by the water, and uh, it's, it's closer to the University of Texas campus. But on a pretty day, it's got a great atmosphere out there. Just kind of hang out. Houlihan's, I believe it's called, or Hula something. Hula Hut. Hula Hut. I'm sorry. Hula Hut. Aaron, next time you're down there, go by the Hula Hut. I know you're not a guy who partakes, but you still would love the atmosphere there at the Hula Hut. All right? Keep that in mind. Will do. All right. All right. What else do you have for us? We've talked about it uh, a few times, but haven't got into the story, really. Auburn University acknowledging yesterday that the school is making expanded increase into the tenure of football coach Brian Harson. Um, a statement doesn't mention him by name, but said they're collecting information from a variety of perspectives, including student athletes. This extends the awkward limbo of his future at Auburn three days after the outgoing school president, Jay Gouge, acknowledged that the school was preparing to make the appropriate decision, quote-unquote, on Harrison's future. So, sorry, is that Harson or Harrison? No, Harson. Harson. Okay, I thought I had it right the first time and then mispronounced it the second time. It's okay, buddy. I've but, been known to mispronounce uh, things. I think I had the uh, the new coach of the Dolphins all wrong yesterday, but I think we've established his name is McDaniel. McDaniel, yeah. And, and there's another coach named McDaniels, so it's a little tricky. Uh, we've also established that he's uh, he's multiracial, which with the lawsuit going on right now, everybody has to. Uh, it, I thought there was a good column, by the way, written about that. Uh, I, I need to look it up again and get because I just breezed through before the show. But Mike Freeman, an old friend of mine, who's with I don't know who Mike writes for. He used to be with CBS, uh, but he was kind of basically saying, uh, and Mike's African American for what it's worth. Uh, and but Mike was saying something along the lines of uh, that Coach McDaniel doesn't owe anybody like an explanation. Of like, here's my history, and here's why I call myself multiracial or biracial or whatever. Like, which I think is true. Like, why? I mean, he is what he is. But like, I don't think there's any sort of rule that he has to come out and 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 tell us like, and here my grandfather was from here, and I was from here. I mean, can we just kind of? I mean, 
first of all, everybody will do the research and find that out. But on his first day, could he talk about the job he wants to do? Does he literally have to go through, like, well, my grandmother was this and my grandfather was this? I mean, my gosh. We, uh, now it's not, we're not happy unless we hire somebody that's – that. go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> I'm not – I just, it's just this whole thing has become very interesting, and part of it, I, I think, is is a much needed conversation because there aren't enough representatives in a league that is full of African American players. The thought that uh, they wouldn't have any, you know, African American coaches except one is a joke. But I still don't think whoever you hire has to come out and apologize for not being the right color or something. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Okay, Aaron, I, I think I've taken up all your time. Do you have one more thing to hit? Because we got Mac Rhodes coming up. No, let's go ahead and uh, get to the break. That way we can talk to Baylor's athletic director, Mac Rhodes, coming up. All right, there he, he's uh, coming up next. Mac Rhodes. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. Live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Moulton. That's the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday live from Rudy's and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They 
like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, always uh, always pleased to be joined by the Baylor Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes. And, uh, Mac, how have you survived the, the wintry mix? Uh, I, I understand you have a very large four-wheel drive and are not someone really deterred by cold weather. But uh, I think even you had to kind of lock it down a little bit, at least on Wednesday or Thursday. Am I correct? Well, we uh, we still found a found a way to to make it make it to the office. But uh, you know, when you when you live in in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and, and Akron, <laughs> Ohio, and, and Bloomington, Indiana, um, as as part of your your pathway, your your journey, you get uh, you get used to the the cold weather. And uh, as long as you you have a four wheel drive, four wheel high, you can uh, pretty much get get about uh any anywhere you want so yeah all uh, all good you're like me you kind of almost like getting out in it a little bit um just to you know you don't want to cause any issues but uh there's part of me i cannot be you know cabin fever kind of deal i'm like well, let's go see who's open i want to go see which restaurants are staying open in the midst of this and go kind of check on things it, it probably does amuse you having lived in those places to see school uh all across schools across texas called off like in advance for thursday and friday (laughs) for probably weather that you may have been dealing with on a daily basis at some point in your career yeah no it's uh 
it's just uh, <laughs> quite different, you know, when you when you think about different parts of the country and uh, you know how how each each part, you know, obviously deals with it. And you know, when you're in in a cold cold area, obviously they're they're dealing with it every day, and so they've got the they've got the salt trucks and and all of that, and you know, it's it's business as usual um, when it when it happens here or in Arizona. Um, you know, it's a uh, it's a phenomena and and uh, and uh, something something that you you have to deal with, and we're just you know not prepared to deal with it. You know, on a on a daily basis. Yeah, I uh, I hope they didn't stop though on the welcome center over there. It's really starting to take shape, and I I hope we didn't take too much time off. But that's uh, starting to look good over there, and uh, and boy, everybody, of course, everybody's fighting for an office in there. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be really neat. I think you are kind of uh, Baylor's referring to that as the front door to the university. Mac, does that get you people, especially in athletics, love to see dirt moving? It seems to be recruiting and everything. It helps, but when you actually talk about something for a long, long time, and then you see it starting to take shape, how exciting is that? I mean, you've been a part of several of these uh, venues and. And renovations and new places over the years, but does that does that still get your your blood pumping a little bit? Yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. You know, when you when you walk onto a campus, um, whether it's a you know a, an academic building, a, a student building, a, an athletic facility, um, to to see construction, you know that in in my opinion is a is a sign of progress. It's a sign of moving forward, and uh, a sign of getting better and uh you know the the welcome center the the mark and paula heard welcome center uh, i'm so grateful to uh to to, to paula heard and obviously the the late um mark heard but uh, just uh extremely generous and as you know mentioned the the front door would be um you know uh significant from from i-35 and and uh and excited for for that one to to uh, to be completed, and then you know certainly looking forward to uh, to both the uh, pavilion and the uh, football operations building breaking ground sometime sometime in uh, in June of this year. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Mac Rhodes joining us, director of athletics for Baylor University. What what did you think of the? Uh, uh, it was it was nice to sweep them, obviously, but to do it twi- uh, to play them twice in three days. Talking about the UT women. Uh, that, that was fun. Mac, I'm starting to think, why don't we do that on an annual basis? Now, I probably would not be saying this had we not swept them, but um, <laughs> that was kind of fun, a Friday, Friday in Waco and then a Sunday matchup right down the road in Austin. Um, that's, uh, I thought that was a, a pretty neat deal, actually. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I obviously in, enjoyed it uh, be, because of the outcome of, of both, <laughs> but um, – you know, with with the uh, COVID cancellations, it's just you know the the way it the way it worked out, and um, I really thought to, to to be candid with you that it was going to be difficult for for either team to 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 sweep, and um, you know we I uh, think what we were down by by eight at at halftime maybe, but uh, at their place and and able to come back, and you know by the way you know on uh, uh, the, the the crowd on uh, on Friday, the student crowd, second largest in in the uh, history of women's basketball, grateful to 
to our students. They they certainly, I think, were feeling cabin fever and uh, and wanted to get out and support uh, the the women's basketball program. But um, you know, playing playing well, you you go back to to the the Oklahoma game and that one makes you sick a little bit. Um, but um, you know, Nikki's got them got them playing at a at a really high level and. And to beat a a uh, really really good UT team two two times in a row is uh, is uh, is always a, a a good thing. Yeah, Vic Schaefer was hired in a lot of ways because of the Baylor women's program, and so again, uh, different coach, same result is what I tweeted out, uh, and uh, some of the Baylor families seem to enjoy that. But uh, I I think uh, it's always great to beat the Longhorns in whatever you're doing. Did it in tennis the other day, you know, it was just a. It was kind of like a beat up on the Longhorns weekend, and I, I support those in every possible way. Mac, I, I read uh, recently you were on another program and you were talking about Dave Aranda's contract, something you talked about with us last time, and, and you knew it was going to happen. I think you came a little closer to saying something along the lines of done deal, you know, basically it's finished, but then there seemed to be an indication that maybe there were a few more details to hammer out that you could share. I would say now would be a great time for that, Mac, if there are any, <laughs> any further details <laughs> that you would like yeah. to share on uh, Dave Aranda's contract. Yeah, there, there really isn't, you know, any, any further, further details. We, you know, we're, we're in a good place as I, I mentioned. And, you know, people are asking, well, why, why not the formal announcement yet? And, and one is coming soon, but, um, you know, as, as you can imagine, we, we've got some coaches that, that are just, they're, they're really good, special people. And, you know, they, they wanted, you know, announcement and, and others taken care of before them and particular announcement before them. And, you know, the, the announcement on, uh, on the football staff, all of the, all of the hires there and, uh, in, you know, adjustments and, uh, excited about about those additions and so um we'll uh we'll get out a, a formal announcement here uh very soon now that we we uh we announced uh some of the other staff okay so kind of waiting maybe to get some other things done but nothing to uh to to worry about um is that just to delve into this a little more is that kind of dave does he like getting all these other things announced is that kind of his personality or is that just kind of uh is that you as well what uh, what what do you what kind of kind of goes in into that because i like you say everybody's like hey we want the final package uh all that <laughs> although y'all don't really share too many financial details and years you don't have to do that as a private university uh although feel free yeah. <laughs> feel free if you want <laughs> to mac while while you're live on the air here but uh yeah, I, I, I am sort of curious about that. Is, is, so is, is, how much does Dave play a role in, hey, let's get all this other stuff knocked out? Yeah, so, you know, again, I'll, I'll reiterate what, what I've, I think I've said before. It's it's done. And, um, yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I think as you can, as you can imagine, um, you know, if, if Dave, you know, probably had his way, it would – it would never be be announced, and uh, <laughs> because he's he's just he's someone you know, um, and and again we're we're blessed. Scott's the same way. Um, Nikki's the same way. All of our our head coaches are are the same way. It's it's not about them, and um, 
and and truly, you know, in in this in this instance, when you when you think about you know Dave and and the football program, he he just never wants it to be about him. He he wants it to be about about you know our, our student athletes first and foremost, and then and then you know certainly the the staff and as I mentioned, you know we we announced the the staff change here just recently, and mm-hmm. so um, you know that's that's what it's about but but he also understands the 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 part of it that you know um people want to know and you know and and uh they they want him to to be our football coach for for a long time and and again i'll i'll reiterate we're in a in a really really good place and um and uh and knew we would be with with dave you know the 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 moment we we spoke after you know that sunday after lsu announced that that uh, coach ogeron wasn't coming back. Um, I certainly was at peace and, you know, uh, he wants to be here. He feels like, you know, he's a great fit. Um, and that, um, you know, he's, he's very much aligned with, with Baylor's, you know, values, Christian values. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. It is the uh, it's the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Mac Rose joining us, Director of Athletics at Baylor. You brought it up, so I will follow up. You, you said Scott does not like to make it about him, and I think that's a, a very accurate statement. Um, did did that deal ever get done? <laughs> you know, I I feel I was laughing about this because I've annoyed you or I kind of pestered you, and others did too. I wasn't the only one about his deal, and they win the national title, and we sort of all went on with our lives. Did did y'all get something done eventually? Yeah, and again, I'll I'll uh, I'll answer it probably the the very very same way, but we're in a really good place with with Scott, and um, you know I I think we're you know a lot of it for us just being you know transparent again you're mm-hmm. you're you're working with two two individuals that again it's it's about the the, the student athletes first and and staff and and then you know finally uh, them, themselves. And, and, uh, you know, as we, we get through the season, we'll, we'll make a formal announcement on, on, on Scott. But, uh, uh, again, we're, we're in a really good, good place with Scott and, you know, he wants to be here, a a long time. And, uh, I, you know, certainly want him to be here a, a long time. And I think, um, the, the rest of the, the Baylor family does as well. Well, he's uh, he's a young man. What is he? Fifty one or fifty two? Um, and so, yeah, there's no reason why we can't uh, hopefully have him around another twenty years or, or something like that. Uh, talking to Mac Rhodes on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I, I want to ask you about another story that just came out. Uh, Ashley uh, Hodge, I think, had this one uh, about. Uh, some of the money that was withheld during the scandal. So you arrive at Baylor in the midst of this huge scandal that's taken place. And then on top of that, 2017, the board of directors vote to withhold 25% of Baylor's revenue distribution. Now, at some point in time, they undid that about a year later, but some of that you never got back. I, so I guess 
I just wanted to make see if we you could confirm that for me that this indeed happened. Um, and 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 then also just think back to when you all were dealing with that and and obviously trying to put all these things into effect and and change the whole staff. Um, when you got that um, when you got that call or the announcement was made that the conference was doing that, that had to be. Uh, you already there was already a lot going on, but that had to be a, a very interesting time as as the uh, relatively new AD at Baylor. Yeah, you know that was a that was a long process, and you know when um, when we were notified that you know twenty twenty five percent of of that year's revenue distribution was was going to be be withheld. Um, you know that that felt certainly like a, like a kick in the, in the gut. And, mm-hmm. and, and yet, you know, we, we knew that, Hey, we, we're going to have to deal with it as, as best we could and, and move forward and uh, grateful to, to, to the university and, and um, to, to allow us and, and help us to, 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 to deal with that. And, you know, that was, you know, going through that, that process, the, uh, the verification, review process the, the the big 12 where they came in and, and really took a deep dive into you know both the university and and athletics and in our op- operations particularly in the space of of, of title nine you know that that took took a long time and then you know withholding that money for for a period of time and you know um that that money was um uh, to, to, to be withheld and, and, and returned in uh, October of, of 2022. And uh, we, we fully expected it to, to be returned. Uh, the, the Big 12 has not made a, a formal a- announcement, um, you know, um, that, that, it, that it has been, been returned um, <laughs> at this point in time. So, so I'm, I'm not going to confirm, but um, – you know, uh, I do feel like uh, that that is going to happen soon, and, and there'll be a, a formal announcement, and uh, it will it'll be good to, to have that that money money returned. And you know, again, it's it's uh, it's credit to to our university, to our board of regents, to, to Dr. Livingstone, to uh, our coaches and, and student athletes, our staff that. Um, you know, that, that money will be returned and, um, rightfully so, because I, I think we, we've, we've done a, uh, a lot of good things. And, you know, again, uh, you're, you're never perfect and, and you're always trying to get better, but, uh, I think we're, we're in a better place, uh, than we were, you know, three or four years ago. Yeah. If it was supposed to be October, 2022, yeah, it seems like that should be in the bank, you know, as we speak. Uh, but, uh, uh, certainly, the the conference has had a lot going on, but uh, I, I just I remember, and boy, I got people got mad at me because I sort of I thought there was some grandstanding going on at the time, and, uh, and 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 you were gracious about it, but I can only imagine the kick when you say kick in the gut, you came from the SEC, uh, you know, you were the American Athletic Conference before that, and it was kind of kind of everybody together kind of thing, and. Um, uh, and this was sort of like, hey, we're going to find this, find you $2 million. And, oh, by the way, we've all voted to withhold all this revenue distribution from you. So it, it, did, it probably did not feel like the most supportive thing in the world. Um, and so 
And, and by the way, some of those people involved in those decisions are now leaving the conference. So it's, uh, it's, it, it, is, it is interesting, you know, how things, uh, how things go. But, uh, well, Mac, I, uh, I, I appreciate it. I really do. There's just been several things I've been wanting to catch up with you on. And uh, what an exciting time. I mean, Baylor's ranked top ten in a lot of different things. Uh, they'll bounce back from that performance Saturday at uh, Kansas, you know, it's funny when you win as much as as you guys have, the the losses are like shocking, and you look back, and I bet the basketball program's lost what seven or eight games in three years, and yet it's it's almost kind of like, oh my gosh, what's happening? What's what's going on? But uh, I would say that's a lot better problem to have than the other way around. Yeah, I, I agree, and you know, I, I use the word perspective a lot, and you know, that the, the Kansas game that's that's one that you you flush and you forget about it, and and you move on, and you know, um, I I don't think there's any better coach in the entire country, um, you know, for this particular situation where um, you just you've had a bunch of injuries and um, and uh, trying to you know. Um, find a way to, to still be relevant offensively and, and uh, you know, changing rotations and, and all of those things. And Scott's a, a master at it and, uh, and we'll be back. And, you know, I, I also think this, this tough patch that, that we're going through is going to make us better and stronger when we, we think about, you know, the, uh, the, the, the last, you know, week or two of the season, the big 12 tournament, and then more importantly, the, the NCAA tournament. So um, I'm looking forward to, to uh, getting, um, you know, healthier and, um, and uh, certainly looking forward to the, uh, the, uh, the home stretch of the season. Hey, the last thing I had for you just popped into my head. This was uh, funny what Kiffin said the other day about A&M. Maybe they need to have like a salary cap or uh, like luxury tax. And, and that, uh, that caused uh, Jimbo to get a little defensive. And I thought some of his comments were, were funny, too. But is it um, – I mean, it, it's got to be so interesting to be a private university. and We've got great alums who, 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 who spend a lot of money and do some great things and make some sacrifices. But we'll never have the amount of alums. And, you know, it's not like the resources of University of Texas or Texas A&M. Have, have you all had to just go at it almost like overnight, this NIL thing, like rethink things and try to put almost a – a plan together on the fly. You already had some some good things in motion with how to take care of your student athletes, but this NIL thing's become something different already than it was intended for like current student athletes to be able to make some money off their name, image, and likeness. To that's become an enormous recruiting tool. How how are how are you how is Baylor trying to sort of understand and react to this? Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and you know this this intersection of, of name, image, and likeness, and transfer portal, and you know, quite frankly, where we are right now is is we're 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 buying players when when you think about you know college college football, and um, I I do think Matt that that one of the reasons why we we've been successful at Baylor is because um, we we've done it differently. We we have to do it differently, and and I'm not saying that it's it's better, but we. You know, we've got half the budget of a of a UT or a, or an A and M, and so we we just got to think about differently, and we've got to um, 
really be be careful and thoughtful of of where we 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 put our our resources and so when we we think about name image and likeness i think from the very beginning we we had a working group uh name image and likeness 1.0 and and we were very very prepared and you know we've got 307 name image and likeness deals and so um it's certainly been prevalent but um you know we we have also you know um it's, or it's been really, really important, I should say, to to, to maintain our, our Baylor brand and, and, you know, think about, you know, one no one person's, you know, um, bigger than the program. But but then, you know, the, the reality of, of trying to balance it and just making sure that we're not at a, a competitive disadvantage. And so, you, you know, we've got a, a name, name, image, and likeness working group 2.0 and um, you know, are in that space of, of how far we, we push it and making sure that, uh, again, you know, our, our coaches are, are in a position to, 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 to be relevant when we think about, about recruiting and, and acquisition, I guess, of, of talent. So um, it's, it's fluid. It's evolving. Um, we're going to continue to evolve. Um, again, I, I think we're, we're in a good place. Um, are we going to have to move the needle when we when we think about name, image, and likeness? Abs- absolutely. Um, but we're we're going to be really, uh, again, thoughtful and strategic um, in terms of where we where you invest our time and and resources. All right, NIL 2.0, um, and uh, just um, let us know, Mac, if y'all go into the luxury tax or anything like that. But so far, it seems like you're managing this thing pretty well. All right. Well, we're it's a it's a, always going to be a, a work in progress until, you know, um, one of two things happens. The the NCA, you know, does does something different than, than what we're doing now, or there's there's federal federal legislation here in the future um, that uh, that mandates something differently and and puts everybody on a on a level playing field. Yeah, and that may be your best hope because if we're you know counting on the NCAA to to do something, we'll be uh, we're all sunk. But those are my own editorial comments. Uh, Mac, great to appreciate you being on with us and uh, safe travels and and uh, look forward to talking to you soon. Matt, thank you for having me. Always always enjoy being being with you. So thank you. You bet. There he goes, Mac Rhodes, Baylor's director of athletics. And a uh, lot to unpack there as uh, we continue uh, today. And so good, man, we got him at about 5 o'clock, so a really good, uh, uh, a good long visit with, uh, with Mac. And uh, there's a lot to, lot to discuss that, uh, that we uh, uncovered there. So let's, uh, let's come back, and uh, there's a couple things uh, certainly we want to uh, talk about in the way of uh, got a big basketball game tomorrow uh, a couple of them in fact the Baylor men and women but uh, also some key things that Mac mentioned there that I want to comment on and then let our people react to we've got a lot of uh, listeners some of them listen to us uh, when they download it later some of them are live if you're live with us text us 254-662-1660 uh, Mac there might have been something in there that uh, grabs your attention, but we had a lot of ground to cover, and I think we had some uh, interesting uh, things. I, I, I am a little bit, um, um, uh, you know, I Scott Drew still does not have a new deal done. Now, do I am I am I worried? No, 
because I, I think part of the reason you can kind of wait on things like this is because of you, you know Scott is tremendously loyal and he's not looking to go anywhere else. And while you know, I, I worried maybe like Indiana or UNC when it opened, but what we're seeing more in college basketball is the Dukes and the UNCs of the world, and and even Indiana going with its homegrown people and turning it over to Hubert Davis or John Shire after these legends leave. So. Um, I, you know, you don't, you always want to take care of things and be proactive, but I think I kind of understand why Baylor doesn't have to sit around freaking out about Scott Drew, even though he is honestly among the handful of best coaches in the country. And the one time uh, Baylor almost lost Scott, people kind of forget this, uh, Memphis came after him years ago. They ended up hiring Josh Pastner. And uh, I think Baylor was very fortunate. Baylor was starting to do some good things and uh, starting to maybe go to some tournaments and they maybe won the NIT. This was around 2008 or nine, and uh, maybe a little bit before that. And Memphis came strong after him and was very interested. And I still think maybe a columnist in Memphis did us a favor because he wrote a really ugly, ridiculous column that was wrong in a lot of ways, but I almost think it sort of turned Scott off, but there, there was a Memphis had a shot at it, and uh, and obviously, who knows what Scott would have done there? Uh, he probably would have been very, very successful. But we're uh, all proud and happy that he stayed right in Waco, Texas. All right, back to sort of react to a lot of what we just talked about with uh, Mac Rhodes. We'll do that next. <laughs> It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, ready or not, the Baylor softball season begins later this week on the road for Glenn Moore in Baylor softball. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And welcome back. The sunny sky and mild temperatures this week might get you thinking about the outdoor sports like baseball and softball. And for Baylor softball, the season begins this week. Coach Glenn Moore and Baylor softball opening at a tournament in Natchitoches, Louisiana, the Northwestern Tournament, this Friday. They'll play Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and take a very young squad onto the field this season. Here is Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Yeah, you know, uh, you get excited with returners because they're experienced and you don't have to teach as much, but uh, it's also exciting to have new players that are more like sponges for information and you get to teach. You know, a teacher wants to teach. So when you have new players uh, that want to learn a new system or new techniques, it makes teaching more fun and this this team's open-minded willing to try new things and you see a lot more progress in those that are new Uh, also with that comes the frustration of failing in a sport that has a lot of failure in it um, and then trying to recover from that so we we know we'll experience some of that but we certainly are excited about the 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 players that we have and how eager they are to learn and certainly the talent that we have Glenn Moore and Baylor softball opening the new season at a tournament in Natchitoches, Louisiana this weekend. They'll play four games in three days against UT Martin, Northwestern State, Chattanooga, and Arkansas Pine Bluff. The home opener for Baylor softball is Friday week, February 18th, a doubleheader against Oregon. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We're looking at mostly clear skies tonight and very quiet conditions. Low temperatures falling to 34 degrees. Mostly sunny tomorrow. The heat continues with highs topping out at 68. And mostly sunny, even warmer on Thursday with a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Priscilla, our guest, ESPN color analyst, best in the country at uh, doing that for college basketball, and we appreciate every opportunity he has to come through Waco. It's all cyclical. Everything in college basketball at the power conference level is cyclical, except that over the last eight or nine years, it's been clear that the Big 12 analytically is either one or two. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The decisions made in our courtrooms have a lasting impact on all of us here in McLennan County. That's why the conservative leaders and organizations we trust are united in their support of Judge Ryan Luna. Judge Luna is endorsed by Texas Right to Life, Citizens for Pro-Life Action, Gun Owners of America, the Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, several of the most conservative members of the Texas legislature, and hundreds of grassroots conservative Republicans across the county. They, like you, know that the integrity of our courts depends on electing judges who will strictly interpret the law, hand down tough sentences, and never legislate from the bench. In the March 1st Republican primary, vote for a constitutional conservative for county court at law number three. Vote for Judge Ryan Luna. Early voting ends February 25th. To learn more, visit RyanLunaTX.com. Political ad paid for by the Judge Ryan Luna campaign in compliance with the voluntary limits of the Judicial Campaign Fairness Act. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. 
ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, we've got you covered. Plus, our friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. We have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And we have eight locations across Texas to serve you. Visit us online at ProStarRental.com for more information. ProStar Rental, we make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Houston Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their next head coach. Smith was the Texans' associate head coach and defensive coordinator this past season. The New Orleans Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they are hiring him as their next head coach. Dallas Mavericks back at home tonight hosting the Pistons. Tip is at 730. Number 20 Texas beat number 8 Kansas 79-76 to last night. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma State is at TCU and Iowa State is at West Virginia. UMHB women's basketball got the win last night over Letourneau 57-39. The men also won 79-77. UMHB will celebrate their football national championship today at the stadium. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Ceremony starts at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. until 6 o'clock, and then, uh, of course, tomorrow you got Baylor uh, women's basketball, and then uh, you have, uh, boy, lots of games. What, four games in eight days, I think, is what it uh, ends up being. And then uh, the men will be on the road. They're going to the Little Apple and will be in Manhattan. The women will uh, will stay home, and then we'll have that uh, the uh, pregame show 6.30, I believe, tomorrow, unless I'm – Unless there's something I don't know. I think it's usually the way it is. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip. And uh, that's uh, it's going to be big because, you know, what, what happens is sometimes a team, you don't want you want to avoid the – when you have an emotional two, two wins in three days against uh, UT, it was huge, which you don't, you don't want to turn around and have a letdown now. And they want to get the students out there. Uh, Aaron, this is K-State, isn't it? Because the men have K-State, the women have K-State as well. Is that right? Yes, yes. Okay. I want to make sure I had that right. K-State has our, uh, one of the best players in the country. And, uh, uh, you know, people list her at 6'7". She's all of 6'6". Six, six. And it, it's really been interesting to watch her. And K-State uh, did beat Baylor earlier this season. I believe that score was 68-59. Uh, Baylor, the next day, went into COVID protocols. So there was some thought that Baylor was already, uh, maybe, again, they were testing constantly, so it's not like they went out there knowing that they had COVID, but probably had the, had it. And, uh, and, and again, you hate to say that because it takes away from K-State. I'm just saying, you know, you want to crack at them when you feel like you're at full strength. And that will be the case tomorrow night. And Bears had a really nice showing Friday night's game against UT. With the students showing up, about nearly 700 students uh, showed up at that game, and they're really hoping they can get some, uh, uh, get a similar type uh, outpouring for this next game. It means a lot, and um, I, you know, I, I, I've, 
Nikki and um, I, I kind of get it. I part of me thinks, well, why are we focused so much on these, you know, the getting fans out? But the truth is, I mean, you saw it with UT last night. I mean, they they fed off of it. They beat Kansas, and and it was. Uh, I mean, it, the crowd was great. I mean, I don't think the Irwin Center is, is a great home venue or some huge home court advantage, and yet for that Kansas game, students showed up. The, the Texas people were loud. Timmy Allen, who's been kind of a no-show much of the season, had at least 24 points. Forget exactly what he ended up with. And Texas finds a way to win that game. The crowd can make a major difference. And Kansas looked unbeatable against Baylor the other day. They beat Baylor 83-81-59. I mean, it was a mess. And they go on the road, and they couldn't get it done. And even the great uh, Bill Self I had to laugh, Aaron. They were showing his – they were kind of showing the uh, his play that he, that he drew up and what was supposed to happen. And, of course, it's never Bill Self's fault. You know, they just didn't – you know, as uh, as our man Fran Fraschilla was saying, well, just, uh, you know, even good plays don't always work. It's never – I had to laugh the other <laughs> day because we're playing, uh, we're playing uh, Baylor, and they go, you think – it's like the end of the half maybe. And it's like they, – they're like joking about it. You think there's going to be a decent play here? Kind of like nobody draws up better plays out of timeouts than Bill Self. Well, they got a shot clock violation. <laughs> like, a job he didn't even get the shot off in time. Now, they had a great game. But I think we overdo it a little bit, and I don't know why everybody feels like they have to. And, and again, Fran and others, Fran's a good friend of this show and, and of mine, uh, he he loves Scott Drew. I mean, I, I don't know. I go back and forth if he likes Scott the most or Bill Self. It's, it's, it's neck and neck with those two. But um, for some reason, like last night I'm watching Jay Billis, and Jay Billis cannot uh, on ESPN, and he can't. Every possession he's like, oh, my gosh, he got hacked. Oh, these guys are getting fouled like crazy. Well, listen, if as long as they're calling it both ways, it's probably okay. But, of course, it's happening to Kansas. Look, you got raked across the arm. Oh, look at that. That was a foul. It's like, come on. Come on. Okay, we get it that Bill Self's a Hall of Famer. I, I Is he a great coach? You bet he is. Was he in bed with Adidas? And in, in most times in life, would he have been fired by now? You bet. But for whatever – this is one of the greatest times in the history of college basketball to be a cheater because you can't somehow you can't get fired like Will Wade still at LSU. They got wiretaps on him. They got him talking to these guys, like they got wiretaps on him. The the FBI and the FBI puts all these low lives, you know the the uh, oh these middle people, middlemen uh, from these shoe companies. They'll put them in jail, but the coaches are like they don't do anything to. In fact, they fire the assistants and the head coach. Gets a, like a lifetime contract. I mean, Kansas just did a huge deal with Bill Self. Now, Scott Drew, as we were talking about earlier, uh, in talking to Mac Rhodes, Scott Drew does, still does not have the new contract. I was surprised by that. The reason I ask about it is because we talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. They win the national title, and then we just let it go. It was like, huh? Well, well, I'm sure he got the deal done. Like, nobody ever wrote it. I've been looking recently. Has anybody written this? Has anybody written that Scott got his contract? No. Nobody ever wrote the deal. And so that's why I asked Mac about it today. And he said they will formalize, they will make a formal announcement after this season. So, I, again, I don't, I don't totally understand it because it seemed like they were headed toward a great deal or whatever. 
I will say that uh, my little half joke, half serious, well, it's more of a joke. I said I interpreted Mac's comments to say an eight-year deal for uh, for Dave Miranda. Now, uh, Aaron, we'll have to go back and see exactly what he said, but I think he said you might be on to something, or I think you're on to something. And, and again, I'm not saying he confirmed that it was an eight-year deal. I just feel like maybe maybe that's about – I. The reason I threw that out is just because I was kind of making a joke, and I kind of think that would be about the range this would be in, a seven- or eight-year deal. Okay, ten years, I mean, it was an unbelievable season. Ten years feels a little too long to me. I mean, even though I think Michigan State just did that, it was weird. I think um, uh, for Mel Tucker and uh, what's our man's – Jimbo got a – is it ten years, seventy-five million? I mean, whatever it comes out to, like nine point five million. So whatever it averages out at, it's like it's a seventy-five million dollar deal. So if it's going to be nine point five a season, what does that tell you, Aaron? Do your math real quick. Is that like a six or seven year deal? Whatever it is, it's e- immense. It's a it's a massive deal. And I don't think Aranda is going to get that because honestly, Baylor is as Mac was talking about. They don't have that kind of budget. But uh, we will see. All right, lots to discuss and uh, lots of sort of closing thoughts. That'll happen next in The Dismount. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting Kansas State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Tune in to the new broadcast crew of Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm all season long for Baylor women's basketball. This Wednesday on 104.9 FM. Whatever it is, Northern Tool can help you build it, fix it, haul it, hoist it, blast it, trim it, tow it, weld it, and, well, you get the idea. Northern Tool and Equipment, quality tools for serious work. Stock your shop this week at Northern Tool and Equipment. Stop in and save on floor jacks, shop seats, hand tools, chemicals, oils, and more. Shop in-store, online, or get it curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says... I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck 
SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. The Houston Texans have hired Lovey Smith as their next head coach. Smith was the Texans associate head coach and defensive coordinator this past season. The New Orleans Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen that they are hiring him as their next head coach. Dallas Mavericks back at home tonight hosting the Pistons. Tip is at 730. Number 20 Texas beat number 8 Kansas 79 to 76 last night. In the Big 12 tonight, Oklahoma State is at TCU and Iowa State is at West Virginia. UMHB women's basketball got the win last night over Letourneau, 57-39. The men also won 79-77. UMHB will celebrate their football national championship today at the stadium. Gates open at 5 o'clock. Ceremony starts at 5.30. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, it has uh, <clears throat> been a good good day and lots of ground to cover and lots of, uh, lots of uh, interesting stuff going on in the, in the world of uh, NFL, college uh, football, college athletics in general. Uh, we've got some basketball tonight that will take a peek. I was trying to look earlier at some games that caught my uh, fancy but I don't have it in front of me right now. Aaron, I think Marquette, Marquette's been really good lately. Shaka Smart goes to Marquette, and I, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed with the job he's, he's doing. Like, a, there's, there are certain kind of wins that are called like quad one type wins, which are very impressive uh, when you're talking about the NCAA tournament. And he either has like six or seven of those quad one wins. So they, uh, uh, Texas decided to move on from him. But uh, he found Marquette, and I think it's a way better fit. And I think the guy's a good coach. For whatever reason, he just really wasn't getting it done at Texas. A big win for Texas last night. So Longhorn fans, celebrate. And that was a great crowd. Really, really well done. And uh, crowds do show up when Kansas comes in because Kansas is such a national power. And uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be fun. Baylor has uh, uh, Kansas State, of course, uh, the Baylor men, will be in Kansas State tomorrow. In fact, uh, John Morris on his show at 3 o'clock will have the uh, color analyst for Kansas State basketball uh, and football, for that matter. Uh, he'll be on, I believe, tomorrow, uh, and John will be doing the show from Manhattan. And then uh, um, on Saturday, of course, Longhorns, I believe that's an 11 a.m. tip, so that means ESPN Central Texas will be at 10.30. For the women, tomorrow night, get out there. Get out there to the to the Farrell Center and support the Baylor women coming off two huge wins, back-to-back uh, -back wins over the University of Texas. And that, uh, for their efforts, they were uh, the AP uh, Top 25. They were dropped from 9th to 10th. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, just won two games over the number 13-ranked uh, Longhorns in uh, in two in three days. But, uh, but, yeah, we'll just go ahead and drop them. 
Of course, they did on Wednesday lose to Oklahoma. Oklahoma goes out and just gets stomped the next time out. I mean, this is a weird conference right now because uh, OU is probably feeling pretty good about itself. And Aaron, correct me if I've got this wrong, I think they played like Kansas next and got beat by 27 or something like that. Like, OU just got run out of the building. So I don't know what's going on. Kansas has been the bottom of the barrel in women's basketball for many years. They're actually okay this year. Not great, but okay. You know, kind of hanging around the fringes of the uh, of the top 25. One last thing on uh, what Mac Rhodes told us is uh, uh, I, he said if Dave Aranda had his way, uh, it would never be announced. He's just not, you know, a new contract, a big contract, whatever. It's just not Aranda's thing. Aranda doesn't, you know, he's not a big, he's good at media, not a guy that wants to do a lot of media. And uh, But, hey, don't mess with uh, the formula. Whatever's working right now, uh, let the Mosleys of the world be out there complaining, oh, he didn't talk about the the uh, signing day or whatever. Who cares? I mean, he's winning. He's won the conference. Um, and uh, and I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's a very exciting thing. Uh, and I, the only reason I'm kind of uh, – I'd like to see him do more media is because he's really good at it. He's very – he's funny. He's genuine. He's great at it. And so, you know, uh, from a selfish standpoint, we'd all like to hear more from him. But uh, he does a great job. And so – here we are. Dave Aranda, the deal will be announced soon. It's done is what uh, what uh, Mac Rhodes told us. That's all the time we have for today. Look forward to tomorrow. We'll be with you at 4 o'clock tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Everybody have a great evening. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Coming up, a big win for the Longhorns on Big Monday in Austin.